Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome, everybody. My name is Micah Burgess. I am a birth doula in Waco, Texas. You're listening to Game Day, Birds Not Balls, and I'm excited you have joined me today. So I'm going to apologize right up front for my voice. I am a basketball coach. We're in the thick of basketball season. We actually made it to the playoffs. I'm so excited, 8-0 in our district, but I have lost my voice. And so I'm going to push through here uh, today, but I apologize right up front. Um, so today, what I want to talk about in Know What a Doula Knows, um, the series that I've been doing, um, just kind of letting you guys in on, I don't know, they're not really secrets, but wisdom and tips and advice and things that I'm doing and using for my clients and talking about and, you know, just I'm approaching 300 birds. And so I'm just kind of giving you guys my experience. I'm giving you guys um, a little bit of a window into some of the things that I know in hopes that it will be helpful to you guys in preparing and um, your own childbirth experiences. Or if you know somebody who could really benefit from this, let them know. So today, I'm actually going to be describing a contraction. So for those of you who have not had a baby, and especially if you are an expecting mom and you're like, what do contractions feel like? Okay, so I'm going to do my best in explaining what a contraction is like. But I will tell you this. You're really not going to fully know and understand until it's time. Until you start having the contractions. And then you'll be like, oh, I get it now. Okay, yeah, I see what you were saying. Okay, so yes, I want you to be prepared. I want to give you a good idea of what they're like. Um, but at the same time, just know nothing can fully, fully, fully prepare you for contractions. So here we go. Um, I would say that like in early labor, um, well, first of all, before you even go into labor, you'll, you might be having something called Braxton Hicks and it's literally just a tightening of the uterus. I mean, like if you were to take your hand right now and make a fist and then let go, that's basically what Braxton Hicks is. It's just a tightening. And it might make you feel like you can't take a really good deep breath, but it's not painful. Um, and sometimes there there is a bit of a pattern to them. You'll have several in a row or you'll have Braxton Hicks every night for a week until you get birth, you know? And so that part of it is a little bit different. So I'm not really talking about Braxton Hicks. Um, so early labor, um, It'll change. It'll start kind of like a Braxton Hicks, and some women are not aware that they're in early labor because the contractions are so mild. Um, but it's a little bit like period cramps. If I was gonna be honest, kind of that crampy lower uterus kind of feeling, like you're about to start or you're actually on your period. Um, and those that crampy feeling just kind of hangs around, but then it goes away. So like. When you're actually on your cycle and you are cramping, I mean, it's like nonstop. 
it's not an off on thing. So that's kind of a nice thing about contractions is that it's not this constant thing, right? And so you're either having a contraction or you're not. And when you're not having a contraction, you should feel fine. Maybe tired if you've been doing it for hours and hours and hours, but on the whole, you should feel fine. And contractions, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this, are like a wave. So they'll start kind of low. And again, in early labor, you might not even know exactly when your contraction starts, but it starts off low and then it just gradually goes up and then it peaks. So like there's this, literally there's this point where it goes up and then almost immediately comes back down. So that peak is the hardest part of the contraction, but it doesn't last very long. And so when it starts to come back down, now the, the, the intensity and the pressure is lessening, right? And so that makes it more manageable. So I really believe that's why a lot of us who choose to have natural childbirths um, without medication, pain meds, things like that, are able to manage and breathe through and cooperate with our contractions because it is more like a wave, okay? So in early labor, like I said, it's just kind of a tightening, a little bit of a crampy feeling, and then it's going to build, peak, and then come right back down. So in active labor, it's going to get more intense. So the things that you're looking for, because a lot of people want to know, well, is this labor? Is this a real contraction? And so if you're a first time mom and you're like, hmm, is this a contraction? Then I'm probably going to say it's either not a contraction or it's pretty mild early labor contraction. You won't be asking that question when it's full on labor contractions. You're There's nothing like it. Okay. It's very different than anything you've had before. And so you're probably not asking that question. Now, if you've had several babies and you're like, Hmm, this isn't as intense as I remember it. Well, first of all, what you're remembering from your first and second birth is probably the most intense part. So yeah, if you're just now starting labor, it's not going to be as intense, but that doesn't mean you're not having contractions. Okay. In my book, I actually talk about uh, veterans versus amateurs in terms of trying to decide whether or not you're in labor. And there's actually a podcast episode about it. So if you want more details about that, trying to figure out if you're in labor or not, go check those out. Um, So active labor, again, the intensity increases. The contraction is going to last longer. Okay. So when the contraction starts to build, it it, it lasts for rather than 30 seconds, Eventually, it's going to start lasting a minute, maybe even longer. And then instead of like eight minutes apart or five minutes apart, now they're going to get to be three minutes apart and two minutes apart. And then, you know, we'll talk about transition here in just a second. But those are the big things. And then there's a pattern, of course. So in early labor, that's one of the big things you're looking for is, is it consistent? Or is it, I have a contraction, eight minutes later, I have a contraction, 15 minutes later, I have a contraction. Two minutes later, I have tightening. Five minutes later, you see, there's no pattern there, right? So I wouldn't declare yourself in labor if there's not a pattern yet. So you're looking for that pattern, that consistency, that intensity that continues to increase. Um, The contractions last longer and you have shorter breaks. What also happens in active labor is that wave going up and then that peak is no longer just like a little point where uh, almost immediately comes back down. 
There's a little bit of a flat line there where that peak and the hardest part of the contraction is lasting a little bit longer. So that also makes it harder, right? So um, I'm thinking about myself remembering contractions. And one of the things that I did, not because somebody told me to, it just was my go-to. And, and I really think every woman will naturally initially kind of find her go-to and what works for her. And you want to stick with that as long as possible until it's not working anymore. And then it's time to change, right? So for me, um, the really good deep breaths inhaling through your nose. And if you've listened to my podcast at all, you've heard me talk about this many times. Breathing is huge. It's so important. Um, so really good deep breath in through my nose, filling up my lungs and then breathing down and out long and slow, dropping my shoulders, letting everything relax and come down. Right. And so (laughs) I remember in, you know, when I was having contractions you know, active labor, strong contractions, and I would get that really good deep breath. I would lift my head up all, all the way up, almost like I was looking to the ceiling. And then when I would blow, then I would drop my neck back down to the point to where my chin is almost touching my chest. And I can remember uh, one of my really good friends that was at my birth. She was like trying to prop my chin up. She was concerned I was cutting off my oxygen because my neck was folding down so low chin to my chest. So I can remember that very rhythmic um, action of my neck going up as I fully got a good deep breath and then coming back down as I was blowing it down and out. And now, a word from our sponsors. I also remember as I was blowing out and I'm trying to get rid of that intensity or that pain, I can remember like wiggling my toes and my fingers, almost like that's where... I'm blowing the pain out was out of my fingertips, out of my toes. So I can remember doing that. Um, and then I can also remember, um, with my fourth Isaac, um, the contractions were happening, but I was really fine. I mean, I was managing them fine. I'm at the house and, you know, I had a friend hanging out with me and she she was, and then she was like, do you think you're in labor? I was like, I don't, I mean, it's just not very hard right now at all. Anyway, I was sitting on the potty, not because I had to go to the bathroom, but because sitting on the potty is a great place to labor. Y'all have heard me say that a million times. It is. Trust me. It's a great place to labor. Anyway, I'm sitting on the potty. She's in there with me. And I was like, yeah, I really just don't think it's time to call the midwife yet. I, it's just not very hard right now. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm hanging out. And then a contraction started and I got a really good deep breath. And then I was like, Ooh, you kind of start moaning. That's a big key that things are shifting and things are changing. You're definitely in active labor. You're probably headed to transition when there's a little bit of moaning, a little bit of ooze, a little bit of noise with that contraction. And so I can remember doing that and she goes, okay, I'm calling Tony. Tony's my midwife. I'm calling Tony right now. You are in labor. So yeah, she uh, called her. Tony gets on her way. It takes Tony about 45 minutes to get to my house. That's just how far away she lives. And I mean, I'm feeling pressure. And she literally walks in the door in time to catch the baby. So 
if you are a veteran and you're like, you know, I just am not sure. It's just not hard enough yet. But everything else is pointing to, yeah, girl, they're three minutes apart. Yeah, they're lasting a minute long. Yeah, you're having to breathe through them. You're just doing it really well. Don't wait. Don't wait too long. Okay. There's my little uh, free one. There's my freebie. Okay. So, yeah, in a contraction, um, when you the breathing down and out, whether it, it changes into that a little bit of groaning, a little bit of moaning, then you're definitely progressing and you're getting closer uh, to that transition. Another thing about contractions for me, at least it helped physically and mentally is the moving around. Um, whether that is actually walking, but even just the swaying of my hips for some reason when a contraction was happening and I'm, I'm actually doing it right now as I'm sitting in my chair, I'm swaying back and forth, moving my hips. I just felt like I was wiggling my baby down. (laughs) I felt like I was contributing a little bit more to this process and doing a little bit more than just breathing. I'm actually wiggling that baby down. And I do think that's what's happening. I mean, when my clients and I walk the halls or they're swaying, I mean, baby is dropping, baby is coming down and yeah, you start talking about that pressure in your bottom, right? So that's what you want to do. But it's also important to think about that mentally during the contraction, okay? Kind of wiggling that baby down. Um, I would also say just about the mental part of it, as your contractions are getting closer together, more intense, and, you know, you're leaving active labor, maybe headed to transition or, or whatever, mentally, you're going to be tempted to think, oh, no, here comes another one. Because, you know, you didn't get that long break. Like, it's happening again. I'm going to tell you that instead of thinking, oh, no, here comes another one and kind of dreading it, which is normal, which is understandable, go ahead and change your thinking to, yes, here comes another contraction. Oh, good. Here comes another one. Why? Why would I say that? Because that's how you're going to get your baby, y'all. If your contractions don't continue to get intense and closer together, you're going to be in labor for a long time. That's no bueno. Nobody wants 24-hour labor, 48 hours. You want to, you want these contractions to be effective. You want them to do their job. You want to cooperate with these contractions because you want to have a baby, right? So you don't want to just be laboring aimlessly with no progress. Okay. And so the more that you cooperate physically, but then also agree and say yes and cooperate mentally, the better, the less it's going to hurt, the faster labor is going to go. Your body will embrace what's happening instead of resisting it. Can you see it? Like if you're shaking your head, no, oh no, then you're not embracing what's happening. Mentally, you're not giving in. And I'm telling you, your mental state of mind definitely directly affects what's happening in your body physically. So that's a good tip, y'all. Write that one down. Take that one with you to your birth, okay? Mentally agree and say, yes, good. Here comes another contraction. This is what I want because I want my baby, right? Um, And then again, you know, just talking about transition, that contraction, the... What changes is the fact that it is more intense and now they're right on top of each other. Like you think it's coming down, but oh no, here it comes again. And it just doesn't stop. It's literally these contractions are right on top of each other. And so what's hard about that is that there's no break. And that's why moms mentally start to kind of lose their minds because it's like, wait, 
how do I recover? How can I get away from this? And you realize you're at the point of no return. You can't get away from it. You are all in and it can be scary sometimes, right? And so here's what you want to remember. When you start thinking, oh, I can't, I'm done. What was I thinking? Give me the drugs. It probably means you're on the home stretch and you're about to be done. All right, hold on, mama. You're about to be done if you're thinking, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. So stick with that breathing. Stick with that focusing and relaxing. And you're probably a 10. It's probably time to shift, right? And we're going to be pushing a baby out. Here's the great part about delivery. When you get to a 10 and it's time to start pushing, the contractions totally change. And it's hard to actually describe it, but... A lot of women feel like, I mean, the contractions are more, they go back, honestly, to the initial just tightening. And the contractions actually are giving you that urge to push and to bear down and to, you know, go push that baby through that pelvic floor and the perineum and all of that because the contraction is providing that pressure, providing that um, that force that you need to do that, but it is not the same. It does not feel the same as your transition contractions. It is so much easier. You're not focused on the contractions at all, believe it or not, you're focused on pushing. And so it, it just totally changes, which is great. Can you imagine having transition type contractions and pushing a baby out? Nobody would be doing it. (laughs) Nobody would be having their second baby naturally. That would be horrible. Maybe even impossible. So again, I have, this is how I describe my own contractions. This is how I describe contractions to my clients. This is what we talk about and prepare and kind of breathe through and in order to prepare our minds for what we're about to happen. So hopefully you can grab hold of one or two things that I said in this episode and use it in your own birth experience and feel like, oh, hey, I have a little bit of a handle on now what a contraction is like and and this is good hey Micah was right I love that I want you to say Micah was right and this was helpful (laughs) I want to help as many of you as I can um, in your childbirth process so uh, thanks for tuning in so thanks everybody for tuning in today and I can't wait to have you join me next week Hey, thanks for joining me on game day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at mydoulamica. You can also find me on wacodoula.com, wacodoula's on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on roguemedianetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details.